You're listening to Totten's Tom. Welcome back to another episode of the Titans Tom Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. The Titans are coming off of an absolute thrashing last week of the Indianapolis Colts. And now, it's code blue. The Browns are coming to Nashville. And we're excited about it. Okay, the Browns 8-3 are a team that's kind of looking for a playoff spot. But things are going to change when they come down. They're going to, you know, be overwhelmed by the code blue. We've got all of the preview predictions, all of that stuff, the injury report. It's all coming up in this episode of Titans Time. But first, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, share the show with a friend. And also, let's hear a message from the official sponsor of the Titans Time podcast, Jacob Patterson. This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans Time sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the southern middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans! We are back with another episode of the Titans Time Podcast. Once again, don't forget to share the show with a friend, subscribe, all of those good things. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tanner. What about you? I'm doing good. Just ready to get to this weekend. Watch the Titans game. Uh, eight and three versus eight and three. Both teams fighting to get into the playoffs. You're going to the game. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm excited for it. Code blue. Just got my baby blue Derrick Henry jersey in today. So gonna be you know rocking that at the game. We're gonna be sitting. Unfortunately, we're not gonna be behind the Titans sideline. We're, we're going to be over behind the Browns sideline talking so much shit to their players and trying to get in their head the best we can. You know we're going to be as you loud. not as, talk too much to Miles Garrett. The man has a deadly weapon on, on top of his head. <laughs> he's got to get up in the stands to me first. <laughs> he's got a deadly weapon on top of his head. He's got to get up to me first. But if he does get up there, then might be in trouble. Then things start to change a yeah, little then, bit. Just, then, just a little bit. Then maybe I get a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. He comes up to uh, just the edge of the stadium. That I'm getting a little you're, scared. You're out. Yeah, you're I'm out. like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Hey, but, see you guys in the car after the game. I'll be, I'll be listening yeah. to it on the radio. <laughs> but, yeah, you know we're going to be up there being loud, talking shit to the Browns, trying to get into their head the best we can, take them out of the game. But, yeah, we're ready to go. So, any Titans success this week uh, is absolutely chalked up to Tyler in the stands getting in the Browns' heads. Uh, that's just all – that's all. That's the only thing it could be. I, I'm going to do my part, guys. I'm going to do my part. So, the Titans are just one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. I say that after two good wins when literally they – Looked like one of the worst teams in football for a couple of weeks in a row, but in my mind, I'm just going to believe they're the hot. Well, they're one of the hottest teams in football right now. Do you think that's a bad take? Uh, I don't think it's a bad take. I think it's they're finally starting to piece everything back together. Uh, like you, they had a little rough stretch there, where they, I mean, really, if you look at it, there were some of those games where they just they shot themselves in the foot and they they let the game get out of hand and they had to stop playing their type of football over the past couple of weeks though. They've 
went back to limiting their mistakes and they've been pressing receivers a little bit more and making the quarterbacks hold on to the ball a little bit longer, do things they're not comfortable doing, and they've really stepped up and just I feel like they've turned flipped the switch back on and are ready to go. They've turned the corner. Uh it, it just seems like they're playing Titans football. They're giving the ball to Derrick Henry. They're letting him do grown man things and everybody else is benefiting from it. The defense is playing better. Obviously that's not I mean, that's not directly related to Derrick Henry. They had they had their own issues that they had to fix. Uh, and it seems like they've kind of fixed them. But it's a little weird because it's like some of these guys come in off the bench and they're playing better than the starters were. I mean, Breon Borders, he wasn't even on an NFL team to start this season. And now the guy is playing really good football. And David Long, he had his struggles early in the season on special teams. He's playing really good football, or did against the Colts. And I'm hoping that that we see some more of that, see these guys get rewarded for coming in, playing good games, making good plays. Tier Tart, the undrafted free agent, making really good plays. I mean, the guy is – he's good enough to be a rotational defensive lineman. And so these guys keep stepping up, and if that happens, you know, we're looking at the Titans getting – turning into a really hot team here at the end of the year – and, I mean, we know in the NFL it's about who's hot come playoff time. The Titans showed it last season. Obviously, they weren't able to put it all together against the Chiefs. They weren't able to finish it out. Uh, but it's about who gets hot come playoff time. It really is. And like you mentioned, it seems like the Titans are get back, getting back to playing their style of football. They're giving Derrick Henry the ball more, which we were calling for. Most Titans fans were calling for because we could not understand why he was only getting 20 carries versus giving him that extra 5 to 10 carries. Or even 17, 18 right. in that I range. Mean, just averaging around 20 there instead of giving him the 25 to 30 that we know he needs. And you know, you, like you said, the Titans are they're getting back hot right now, which is what they need. But we're also just now getting to the point of the season where Derrick Henry – really starts heating up as well. I mean, we're getting into Derrick Henry real football time now. And I, I, he's on the he's kind of on the 2000-yard watch. Uh, yeah, I I, he I only has to on, average like 150 yards a game. 148 point like maybe 5 or something like that. So, and he has a very good chance because I think uh 3 of the last 5 defenses that he plays are in the bottom five of the league. Well, let me say this, because this kind of directly relates to that. Uh, In the last three games, the Browns are giving up an average of 4.7 yards per carry, which is in the bottom six, seven in the league. 4.7 yards per carry. That's what they're giving up in the last three games. Their numbers over the course of the season are a little better than that. But, I mean... It's all about momentum, and that's the way that their momentum's swinging right now. So, wouldn't be surprised if we saw another big one from Derrick Henry this week. Even he, though Miles Garrett is 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 he Miles Garrett coming back? Yep, Miles Garrett is back. He's been activated. He will be on the field. So, you know that is definitely a concern with this uh, Browns defense. You know we got to watch out for him. But you know you mentioned the stat of giving up four point. What was it? 4.7. 4.7. 
on the year they're giving up 4.1 and they're actually the ninth ranked uh rush defense this year so you know it's derrick henry is going up against a pretty good uh team at stopping the run but not good but, as of lately right not good as of lately and i mean like i said he just he heats up in december so I guess the question is, uh, are the Browns going to start to turn things around or is Derrick Henry going to exploit what has been a weakness for them in the past couple of games? I I think Derrick Henry is going to continue to do what he's been doing the past couple of games for us. And you're going to see the Browns do like they've done the past couple of games and giving up more yards. But we can't overlook uh, how this Browns uh, – pass defense is looking because they are not the best in the league i mean looking at it right now they their pass defense they rank 20th in yards allowed this season 24th in touchdowns so we could be seeing a big day from ryan Tannehill and you know our receiving core aj brown Corey davis possibly adam humphreys if he, if he's back Johnny Johnu. Smith. I mean, it. This could be shaping up to be. You know, it's one of those games where the Titans need to be careful because they could take advantage of this Browns secondary, especially since the Browns are going to be without Denzel Ward. That's right. I, I so, was saying he's trending towards not playing. They, they've already ruled him out. Okay. okay. For this week, so that's really going to help out our pass. But I still think that the Titans need to stick with Derrick Henry. And keep feeding him the ball 25, 30 times. Let him wear down this defense. We've seen what happened against the Colts this past week. Henry was ripping off good run after good run. All of a sudden, fake it, hit A.J. Brown on a little in route, and he's gone. He gone. Uh, your comment about Denzel Ward leads me perfectly into the injury report. We got so excited we just completely skipped past it. Uh, if you were expecting it at the beginning of the show, and you got upset and left. I'm sorry, but if you made it this far, the injury report. And if you got upset and left, obviously you're not hearing that little message right there. That's right. But to you, I'm sorry. Uh, so the Titans, uh, on Thursday's practice, they were missing Anthony Ferkser. He did not practice. Adoree Jackson, of course, did not practice. Roger Saffold did not practice. Jonu Smith did not practice. A.J. Brown, Harold Landry, Isaiah Wilson, all did not practice. So, who knows? Maybe Isaiah Wilson is still a little shaken up from getting absolutely demolished on the uh, special teams play that he actually did get in on. Well, it looks like he's actually out with the illness, same as Harold Landry. But, <clears throat> you know, I... It's a joke, I, man. I, I know. I was about to go back to that and saying that, you know, maybe his pride was a little bit hurt from that. <laughs> but even with him getting run over on that, he's such a big body that, they weren't even able to get through. So, you know, he just, he laid there and it was like trying to climb over Let's just a boulder. Put, it, put him in, let him lay down. Yeah, and, I mean, and just you know, the, the other team's not going to be able to do anything. It's not like they can like jump over him or anything. But like we've talked about with, for several weeks now with these injuries, a lot of the guys that you named, I'm not, I'm not too concerned with that. I'm going to say they're just getting some extra rest. Right, and it's and like they're, they're having to rest them because they had an early bye week. So right. they're having and, to get extra rest where they, where they can. And we're at the point in the season where everybody's going to have 
some type of injury or be hurting somewhat. So if you can give them some extra rest and keep them from being, you know, just let them rest up for game day so that they're 100%. So, you know, we mentioned earlier that Derrick Henry needed, what what was it, 148 point something right. uh, over however many games there are left. Um, I'm, I'm not doing the quick math in my head. But uh, over the last several games from last season, let's just take a look at what Derrick Henry did. Uh, let's start in the Kansas City game. 188, Jacksonville. 159, Indianapolis, 149, and then he had two down games, 103, 86, and then he came to Houston, went to Houston for 211. So he finished, obviously, we all know, he finished out the season very, very strong last season, and we know that that the more he runs, the stronger he gets. It's insane, I never would have thought that I would have said that about a running back, that more touches equals better. It's incredible. I have never, ever seen a running back like that in my whole entire life. And he is a different breed. He really is. And just to add more to that, Jim White tweeted this out, and it's some crazy King Henry stats for the Titans. And Derrick Henry's last 16 games, including the playoffs, he has 392 rushing attempts for exactly 2,000 yards, 17 rushing touchdowns, and is averaging 125 yards per game. Now, the king of December. December. Most December rushing yards from 2016 to 2020. Derrick Henry is number one. He has 281 attempts for 1,511 yards and is averaging 5.38 yards per carry and has 18 rushing touchdowns. So they don't call it D. Hember for nothing. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how much better he is going to get this month just going off recent history that's right and i mean hey you look at the stats the stats tell you a lot and i mean is there a legitimate chance that we see derrick henry win the mvp in order for him to win mvp he's definitely going to have to hit 2,000 yards yeah i I mean there's no way around it he's going to have to hit 2,000 and probably have 18 to 20 touchdowns. What is he at now? Um, I think he may be at like 12 or 13. It's possible. Something like that. I, it's possible. I, I'm not exactly sure. Don't hold me to that. But I, I think he's around that range. But he needs to put together a string of games like we saw at the end of last year and early in the playoffs. I mean, he needs to really come out and have unbelievable performances. And like I mentioned earlier, he's going to be going against three teams that rank in the bottom five in rush defense. So there's a very good chance we can see that happen. They have to play the Texans. Do you know who those teams are? Call these um, underperforming defenses out. I don't know them right off the top of my head. I believe two of them are probably the Texans and the Jaguars. 
Uh, yeah, that, that's that, kind I, of the I, track I believe, that I was thinking on. I'm pretty sure that's two of the three. I cannot remember who the third one is. It may be the lines. Um, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Don't hold me to that, but I believe it could be those three. But look at what he done earlier this year against the Texans. Had over 200 yards. The Jaguars, I can't remember exactly what he had in that game. But before we dive back into this Browns game, I do want to ask, how good do you think the chances are that he we see him hit 2,000? Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, – hmm. I don't know. Things have to work out really well for him. Uh, he – I mean, like I said, he is really going to have to have some incredible games. Um, I say if we're going off just, just giving a percentage answer – he probably has a 35 to 40% chance, which might be a little high, but uh, 35 to 40, just because the Hembers coming up and, you know, I just feel like he's going to be feeling extra festive this holiday season. And we're going to see some big things for Der- from Derrick Henry over the next four weeks. I agree. And I think that, uh, you know, I'm like you, I don't want to go too crazy with, the percentage on it but if he can string together games like he did last year closing out the season then there's a very good chance that he can hit 2,000 yards and I think even if he doesn't get it he's going to get very close and I do think that he will end up winning the uh, Russian title again this year before we get up go ahead go ahead well, I was going to – you go ahead. I was fixing to jump jump us back to the Browns game. Well, but. I was going to do that as well. I was going to say, you know, before we get to our quick hitters, we've talked a bit about the Browns' defense. Um, you know, they're going to have Denzel Ward out. They're getting Miles Garrett back. Um, so, honestly – Which is I, really scary. That, I mean, that is scary. And, honestly, I feel like that's trading out someone in the in the that can help you in the passing defense and bringing someone in that can – help you in run defense. So, I mean, really all it does is strengthen them against the run and hurts them against the pass, which makes me think that, you know, it's it's going to be more of a Ryan Tannehill day, but my heart wants a Derrick Henry day. Yeah, but, I mean, think about this. Miles Garrett, before he was out the past couple of weeks, he has nine and a half sacks on the season. And I don't know which side he'll be lining up on, but – Dennis Kelly, or um, I don't want to butcher his name, so help me out here. Questenberry, Questenberry. has been spectacular, right? I, I In ha- his small sample size of performance, right? Yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about about him. He's played really good, but they are one of those two, if not both of them, depending on if he flips field several times. They're going to have their hands full with him. Oh, absolutely. There's going to have to be some help on that side. I mean, no doubt about it. Um, definitely going to have to do something to help those guys out or else it's, it's going to be just, uh, an absolute murder. And I think that one way to help out with that is for Ryan Tannehill to get the ball out quick, to get the I ball mean, out quick and bring that guy, uh, Swain, bring him over, let him help occasionally. Uh, that's going to go a long way. Get the ball out quick, establish the run game. Miles Garrett can be dangerous uh, against the run. Obviously, he's more known for being dangerous, you know, 
as a pass rusher. He can be dangerous against the run, but it doesn't matter who it is. If Derrick Henry is running at your face over and over, I'm going to go Marshawn Lynch for just a second, over and over and over again, that's going to get old, and eventually Derrick Henry is going to prevail. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I think like I think that Derrick Henry is going to keep up what he's been doing. We're going to see some good things. But I take now, it from your lack of reaction, you've never seen the Marshawn Lynch video? I, I probably have. I just can't remember. Anybody that, that hasn't, look, if you just look up Marshawn Lynch over and over, it's going to come up. It's a must-watch. I mean, sorry, I'm – I'm really focused on this Browns game. I, I, I can tell. I, I have so much excitement because I am going to be there getting to see it in person. And, yeah, it's just that's where all my focus is right now. But No focus on fun, all focus on. <laughs> no, there there is some focus on fun. But the Browns, their offense, they have some weapons there too. They have and some weapons, but they can just never, ever seem to put it together. They've been doing pretty good this year, though. And I'm hoping that the Titans are able to do what they done last year and just end all of that momentum and all that talk and just break the Browns' spirit. But they have a two-headed monster in their backfield with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. I guess I just kind of correlate that. I mean, and there have been weeks where the Browns have, have put up a ridiculous amount of points. But it just seems like their games are slow. A little bit of Kareem Hunt, a little bit of Nick Chubb. Just like the game, I forget who it was that they played a couple of weeks ago, the game where Nick Chubb ran out of bounds at, at the one, or right. ne- whatever he did, um, ran out of bounds, kneeled at the one, whatever. Uh, and, and it was like 13 to 10 or something. Uh, it just seems like they have those low scoring games, but their offense can just take control of the game and that's why the thing that you've been harping on the past couple of weeks time of possession it's going to be more important than ever for the titans to win the time of possession battle in this game yeah i agree and you know i was just wanting to mention the two-headed monster they had back there because between their two running backs they have over like their two running backs combined have 1400 yards rushing derrick henry by himself has over 1,200 yards rushing. So basically, you have to combine these two to get Derrick Henry. So obviously, the running back edge goes to us. But well, and, and most of the time, teams <clears throat> can combine their running backs and still can't create one Derrick Henry. Right, and the point I was getting to is for our defense, we I feel like we've been playing pretty good against the run here lately. And Jeffrey Simmons, you mentioned Tart. He's going to have to come in. He really helped us out against... Pop-Tart. <laughs> he really helped us out against Indianapolis. He was able to get off of one of the best guards in the league and get back there and stop a run for no gain. Best guards in the league? One of You're the- talking about Nate Davis. That's what you're talking about. That just got me <laughs> incredibly... That guy can legitimately make the Pro Bowl this year. He can. Nate Davis is playing an incredible but, season. He's but, the best Titans offensive lineman this look, season. Well, well, you're considering swing, LeJuan is out. Look, you're swinging us back around. I'm just I'm trying to give some respect to our defensive line right now. Quentin Nelson, arguably one of the best guards in the league, correct? Arguably right below Nate Davis on best <laughs> guards in the league. Either way, we've seen Jeffrey Simmons manhandle him. We've seen Tart 
manhandle him, stops runs in the backfield or for no gain, and that's what we're going to need. We're going to need these guys to get off of this Browns offensive line and just hit Chubb and Hunt in the backfield and don't let them get going. Because these are two guys, it's not like they have one guy that's power and one guy that's finesse. These are both power guys. So, you know, if you see uh, Chubb run off the field, you think, okay, got a break from a power guy. Nope, Hunt can come in, and he has that power too and can run you over. So they just, they're going to have to be physical with these guys. And I think stopping the run is going to be one of the main things for this Titans defense, make Baker Mayfield try and beat you. Don't let their run game beat you. You mentioned the time of possession. Yes, that's going to be very important for this game. I think whichever team for sure for this game wins the time of possession is more than likely going to win. Those are are some big words. Some big words. I I mean, I just, I think that it's true. Unless... You know, one team is able to come out and their offense is just the reason their time of possession down is because their offense is firing off one play touchdowns. I mean, I think the time of possession is going to be a huge factor in this game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's get to our quick hitters. Man, I'm ready to the quick hitters. It's been a long time coming. Let's get to the keys to the game. Tyler, you just rattled off about four, but what's the most important to you? The most important to me is going to be stopping the ground attack of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, sadly, I'm going to have to copy you on that. Uh, I agree. Stopping uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, as much as when Nick Chubb was out, that was incredible for my fantasy team because Kareem <laughs> Hunt was the featured back and was just putting up incredible numbers, but the Titans are going to have to put a stop to both of those running backs this week. Absolutely uh, just have got to stop the Browns rushing attack. See, I don't have to worry about that because I have the king on my fantasy team, and he shows up every week. But, you mean, I I give you four to five keys of the game to pick from, and you're going to copy the one that I say is most important. I, I had that really? one in my head before we oh, got to our keys to the game. No, don't don't give now, me that. Now, let's hear don't. your 15-item-long no, you, list of bowl predictions. You usually go first on bowl predictions, so I'm letting you take it. I, I'll go ahead. I've got the one to nothing lead, as I mention every week, and I'm going to continue to mention until you know you get one yeah, uh, or until the season ends and I win the $50 cash prize. Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hang on now. I don't so, remember that being established beforehand. So I'm a, I, it's only established when I'm in the lead. Um, <laughs> but my bold prediction for this week is that the rushing attack of the Cleveland Browns. Now, remember the first word of this segment. Got too excited to hit my microphone. Bold. The two running backs for the Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, will not combine for over 100 yards rushing. Wow. All right. So those two combined will not have over 100 yards. Rushing. Well, yeah, rushing. But, okay. I don't want that coming back on me where they combine for 99 yards rushing and Kareem Hunt has a two-yard reception and you're like, oh, you, you know, you, you only said yards. So, you know, total yards would, would end up going over 100. 
I'm staying with with rushing yards. Okay, I I got you. I got you. I don't know why I would bring that up trying to get it to where you have a two nothing lead, but <clears throat> anyway, if they had over, then my bold prediction wouldn't come true. They'll have under a hundred yards rushing. Oh, all right. I I get what you're saying now. Um, you know, it's been a couple weeks since since you've I, went with Derrick Henry. Since I've went with Derrick Henry. And but you're feeling it. It's code blue. You have your code blue Christmas tree sitting behind you, and you're just feeling a little festive. I'm wondering if I should break the streak, though, because I haven't been picking him, and he's been doing his thing and going off. Are you superstitious? So, <clears throat> I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'm going to go Derek Henry... 350. No, not that high. He's going to have another 175-yard rushing game, and he's going to add two touchdowns to it. So the Browns are going to be held to what what I'm assuming would probably be like one of their worst rushing performances this season, and Derrick Henry's just going to have an average day. For exactly. Okay, okay. So what kind of score do you think that equates out to? What's your score prediction for this game? My score prediction for this game is going to be the Titans. Mm, let's see. I'm I'm really thinking here. I'm going to go Titans 35, Browns 17. Titans 35, Browns 17. Why do you think such a lopsided game? I just think the Titans are going to come out and dominate again this week. I mean, if you go back to the Indy game, the the Titans had a huge lead and really honestly held the Colts to 14 points. And when it got to garbage time in the fourth quarter and they basically knew they had the game won, they slacked up on their defense, gave a little bit more cushion, and the Colts were able to score 12 more points. I am going to go with Titans 27, Browns 20. Uh, And right now, I'm I'm going to add this to the end of the podcast just real quick. Right now, FanDuel has the spread at Titans minus six. Titans favored by six. Um, I personally, I like them there. And the total is at 53 and a half. And... I know that my score prediction just only added up to 47 points, but I'm going to contradict myself because I, I I can't not feel like the over is a good idea. I always feel like the over is a good idea. So I'm just going to say that the over is a good idea, even though I, I genuinely think the score is going to be 27 to 20. I know that makes absolutely zero sense, but I can't find it in myself to go against the over. I just feel like the Titans are basically going to do what they did against the Browns last year. They're going to come out and dominate. They're going to do like they did against the Colts last week, come out and dominate, and fuck the Browns. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And with that, that's going to be all that we have for this week's episode. Make sure that you're following us on social media. Uh, on Twitter, it is Titans underscore time. On Instagram, it's Titans time podcast. On YouTube, it's also Titans Time Podcast. Facebook, Titans Time. 
I hope you're keeping up with all of these, going, checking them out, so, you know, liking, whatever, following, all of that stuff that you can do on social media, sharing, retweeting. Uh, and also, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. There you go. It took a little while, but you finally got it out. Guys, he, you know, you're on the podcast right now. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us some comments and some questions. We make sure to include the comments and questions on the next podcast. And, I mean, we didn't have any this week. I was hoping we would have some. So please, you know, go find us on social media. Send us some questions there. We'll try try to include them on here. But he also mentioned the YouTube. Go find it. Guys, we're sitting at 132 subscribers right now. And we want to try. Our goal is to hit 200 subscribers by the end of December. We would really appreciate if you could help make that happen for us. So please go find it, subscribe if you haven't already, turn on the post notifications, and share our YouTube with all your friends and family. This has been Titan's Time, and as always, tighten up. Tighten up.